There's a creaky chair. It is creaky like my bones. And we are struggling to maintain functionality in the body, which is me. Probably going to die soon. What's up, kids? So today we're going to talk about something which maybe I, I think I've talked about it before. I talked about it more um, on the podcast I did with James Charles Smith, a good friend of mine, uh, where we talked about getting old, and we talked about how how you kind of you can feel like you're getting older or not feel like you're getting older, and 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 how that represents itself. Now, the discussion I got into the other day regards my own age, which is something which I don't know if you're aware of. So, essentially, this year I turned twenty nine. That's right, twenty nine. Twenty nine years I have existed on this planet. <sighs> to be honest, I didn't think I'd make it this far. I'll be brutally honest. Um, of of my my youth, um. It wasn't that I spent my youth doing doing large amounts of drugs or drinking heavily or putting myself in dangerous situations. Honestly, I, I assumed um, at this point that I, I might have committed suicide, to be honest. I, that might be a, a brutally honest thing to say. Um, but I'm, I'm a very finality kind of person. Um, when I do things and, and when I take on my opinions and I look up things and... And one, I have very, very clear views of what I will and what I won't do. And there's been times where I've, I've, you know, considered it. So it's been one of those things where getting to 29 and the whole 30 region of things has never really been something which kind of came into my mind as, oh, no, I'll be 30. It'll be like, oh, well, I'll be 30. <laughs> so I feel like just listening to myself then, I, I heard the way I say 30. And I don't pronounce the T, I say 30. Like some sort of American tool. Either way. But a lot of people a lot of people see age as a real barrier. And there's these 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 kind of step points with age which kind of come and go as you as you go through life. And the the classic one at the moment for everyone kind of my age is when you were 19, 20, you thought you knew everything. You know, you thought the whole world was your oyster. You thought, you figured it all out. You know, I'm an adult now. I'm past my teenage years. There's nothing in the, uh, you know, the UK law, which I'm prohibited against doing due to my age. Um, there's nothing, I don't think, I can't think of anything in the UK which requires you to be 21. Um, the only thing which might be is you, you kind of get a rental Thing. You can't rent vans um, to like help you move, like U-Haul, that kind of thing. You can't do that in the UK until you've been driving a certain amount of years or you're over a certain age. So that's perhaps the only thing. But you're 20, 21, and you're like, yes, everything's perfect. I've, I've figured out life. You know, There's nothing holding me back anymore. And then you get to 25, and you realize that you've been lying to yourself for three years. Which is is a tragedy, is is a truth, but it's one of those things you go through, and it's the same as it's the transition which you make when you 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 know you go from being um, like fifteen, sixteen years old to being eighteen. You know, fifteen, sixteen years old, you think you're an adult, you think you you know everything about the world, you you can do anything. I mean, I was terrible at sixteen years old. I, I 
God forbid anyone who had to deal with me at 16 years. It wasn't that I was cocky about it, but I was very self-assured, more, much more self-assured than I should have been, to the point where I, I likely hurt some people, and for which I apologized profoundly. Um, and then getting to 18, you're like, yes, I can do anything. I can drink and, and, and go to university and figure all that out. But there's these, these kind of step marks a, a long time. And the next great one for me is 30. And 30, for a lot of people, is a terrifying number. And I'm going to explore a little bit of why and what comes after that. So, personally, as a personal fact, I have never been terrified by the idea of turning 30. It has not been something which has kind of jumped into my mind. 27 was an interesting one, just because of the uh, the whole artist dying at 20. 27 um, theory, if you're unaware of what that, what that is, that's the whole uh, a lot of significant artists Kurt Cobain um, Winehouse, these these kind of artists who, who came and they had a massive impact on society and culture a lot of them died at 27 that's just a, a generalized thing, there's no kind of like correlation truth, it's just these are significant ones and 27 seems to be the numbers um but 30 is this this real top level barrier of um things <laughs> it's just just the thing and I, I i i don't know where it comes from my initial theory on the barrier of 30 was that life expectancy used to be around 60 so you you could you could benchmark it as i'm halfway through my life but life doesn't end when you're 60 that's, you know, I, the podcast I did with my grandma, um, you know, she's full of life. Full of it. Not as much as she'd like to have, but she's full of life. You know, so your life doesn't, no longer stops at 60. You're, you're expected to live till 80 now. You know, that's the, that's the general thing. There was a whole, whole view in a newspaper the other day, which was all about how 83-year-olds are the generalized generalized peaks of care homes are suddenly struggling just googling turning 30 and noticing that most of these articles are aimed at females you know what's every woman should know about turning 30 nine things to tell anyone terrified by turning 30 you know the every girl why life gets even better after turning 30 I mean that's, I mean, see, this is this this folds into a whole other conversation of how different genders are sold their mortality. If you're male, you are sold a view that you will die for someone else. This is something I have covered in another podcast. If you are female, you are sold the view that once you've reached a certain age, you are no longer useful. That's just a tragic meaning. I mean, it's, I get for a lot of people as a biological thing. This was the other side of things which came up in conversation. You know, turning 30 for a lot of people, they see it as a barrier for the things they would like to achieve. So for instance, getting married and having children, and that's because you're sold that your worth is, is, is useless after you turn 30. Um, so you, therefore you're no longer attractive. You're no longer for useful to society. And of course, having the children thing, for a lot of people, that is a huge thing. Myself, not personally, it's not something which I've ever gunned for as a goal in my life. 
because the idea of having a small version of me is one terrifying and two seems a disgraceful um, liberty to give to the world. Um, but for a lot of people, you know, after thirty, the, there's less likelihood of you being able to have a child because medical problems and, and things like that. So it's not so much uh, a self worth thing, but kind of a physical fact. But no longer is that the case. Most families now are starting when the the parents are nearly thirty. That's that that seems to be the reality of things now. There's a lot of weird noises going into Sorry about that for this podcast. But turning thirty, I'm getting I'm getting off point. Let's get back to the point. It's never scared me. It's never been something which I've kind of sat there and gone, oh damn, I'm going to turn thirty. Therefore, I've wasted my life. And this is something which really plagues a lot of artists. A lot of it comes from perspective of your achievements. If you if you look back on your life and you think, oh, I'm going to turn 30. I've achieved nothing. Well, we, we need to gather you some perspective, really. We need to gather you to a point where you can kind of look back and go, actually, eh, maybe turning 30 isn't that big of a deal. So, for instance, okay. In general, on average, if you were to take an average person within the UK, if you went to school, college, and university, you will come out of university, full-time education, by the time you're about 21, 22, 23. Either way, you'll be early 20s. This correlates with the whole idea that when you're at that age, you think you know everything because you've been through life. So, prior to being that age, you've had your entire life dictated. It might have been dictated by you, but you've been in institutions. You've been in in learning establishments. You've been educating yourself, yes, but it's not been off your back, really. It's been part of a system which you were trying to, to work out. Once you are past that stage, you're in the real world. You're in the world where the the systems everywhere, I mean, you know, everyone works for a company, corporations, blah, 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 blah. But there's no system for achievement to the point of, of personal growth. There's no system of, of, of saying, oh, well, if you do this, then you'll feel happy about the rest of your life. You, you're certainly sold those systems and told that you would do that, you know, get a job, get married, have kids. That's what you're told. But the reality of it is that that's not how the human brain works. You can do all those things and still feel unfulfilled. You could be the biggest rock star in the world and still feel un- unfulfilled because you you know you feel like you haven't achieved it or you feel like your you, your life's not worth anything. That's just that's being human. Sadly, that's the the, the chemistry in our brains which allows us all the magic and you know invention and and creation within the world. Sadly, is also something which we kind of have to deal with. Excuse me, just taking a drink. So, there's a perspective there. So, you you know, you've been 20, you've gone through maybe six years. How long did it take you to achieve from being a baby to being a full-grown adult? To knowing about the world, to understanding it, to having a, a career path or, or whatever you want to view it as. How long did that take? That took 20-so years, you know? The idea that you think you you can do that and then in the next eight years before you turn 30, just, just solve life, just attain complete success 
and and majesty and and security within life that's insane you wouldn't say to someone oh it's taking you you know it's taking you 12 years to build this building build me another one in three no <laughs> that's absolutely ridiculous why would you you wouldn't do that you'd, you'd say no it takes 12 years it takes 12 years and i'm not even sure where i am it's taken 20 years and i still feel lost these are things these are things which you need to put into perspective Completely. So, turning 30 for myself, personally, as I've said before many times in this podcast. The idea of turning 30 for artists is, is kind of a terrifying one. Um, because art has no clear clear view as where you go with it or how you achieve it, there's no kind of job plan. It's more about the opportunities you take and the opportunities you, you kind of, you're given and the opportunities which you make for yourself. So there's a lot of pressure on someone. It's kind of like freelancing your entire future. Whereas if you, you know, if you're an accountant, which I I often use as an example, I I really need to meet some accountants to know how, how true this is. But if you meet an accountant, you kind of there's a very clear line of you, you know, you start accountancy, you move up in accountancy, blah 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 blah, blah until you're the head accountant, whatever that would be, you know, financial advisor, financial officer, whatever that scope is for a top tier accountant, banking manager. I, I don't, I don't. Accountancy mind boggles me. If you can't understand concepts in the way I can understand concepts, do not worry because I cannot understand accountancy. Doing my taxes is a riot of, of terribleness. But I just look at thirty and they go, "I'm, I'm not achieving. I'm, I'm unknown. I'm not doing anything. I'm, I need to." I need to change this or I'll never be able to crack this. And there's a real fear for it, which I find insane. Mainly because if you think about arts and you think about the artists who are out there, initially, okay, so you renaissance artists and, and all those kind of things. I'm just going to Google some renaissance artists. They died really young. They died at a point where you kind of got to look at it and go, well, the one, their life expectancy wasn't great. But two, you know, they all died really young. Da Vinci died at 67. Okay. Leonardo da Vinci died at 67, which is quite a young age. Again, Putting into perspective the 30 being the the view of your life. But he was also classically trained in schools which were basically created to churn out high-end artists. And the opportunities which were there were based on those schools because that's how the education system worked back there and wasn't the same as it is now where it's you have to get everyone to a certain base level before you can even begin you know Raphael died at 37 Vincent van Gogh divided at 37 van Gogh never saw his work be appreciated Raphael did but to an extent but he died at 37 the life expectancy was not high for people back in the day now, modern art, the caveat of this is that obviously artists have lived past these ages, but modern art 
for me personally, has never terrified me the idea of not achieving my, you know, cultural recognition by the time I was 30, because artists aren't picked up to that elevation until much later in life. Obviously, there's exceptions to the rule. This is the same as music. Obviously, there's exceptions to the rule. There's always going to be artists, you know, who come out at 17 and just absolutely nail it. They come out and they go, all right, I've got this new track, and then a record company picks it up, and they get really lucky, and it goes to number one, and then they release 12 albums and do multi-national tours. That's always going to happen, but those are lucky people. It's it's like, it's the equivalent of, of, of I don't, I really don't know what the equivalent is, but it's it's pure luck and talent. There's a combination of the two, and not everyone is that lucky. You know, not everyone is going to to get picked up and go. There's going to be different different modes and different stages. So you kind of got to look at how things correlate in a way. I'm just googling things at the moment. Just, just, I'm, I'm sorry. You know. It's that whole. There's a there's a huge thing um, online about when you different artists and different people who who got old before they got famous. I think Oprah is one, which is there. Like she at 25, she gets fired from from working at like a Wendy's or something, and people looked at that and go, yeah. You know, because that person isn't the Oprah you know today. I don't know that much about Oprah. It's just, it's just one of those things of looking at and going. I shouldn't feel bad about where I am in life. I shouldn't feel bad about that age relation. As I'm saying, artists—they're not known until much later. You know, Picasso, Hearst—they're all huge names but their work gets recognition later in life apart from the select few who got recognized really early on and and then this is the thing like if you get recognized really early on people are going to nurture that people are going to to pick up on that and try and essentially going to monopolize on you but the the side effect of them monopolizing off you is that you shoot to fame and you you get a lot of success from it and I'm not saying it's not hard. I'm just saying that those there's there's a pattern to it. There's a system to it. Same with like singers. Singers is probably the best example I can give, rather than painters and sculptors, is that you get a singer who has some talent. The right person sees them, and then therefore that person kind of takes them and goes right. You have talent. Nobody's discovered you yet. I can create a commodity out of you. Therefore, here's your record deal. We'll go record these songs. I'll get someone to write you a song. We can we can profit off this, and therefore you've got money behind you, and therefore you're you're pushing, and then they're going to absolutely drain you for about five, ten years until you realize what's happened. But at the same time, you're kind of just going to go go up and up and up and up. And the same thing can happen for artists. You know, you get illustrators and you get creators who who get discovered really early on. Writers especially, they'll just grab you and, and and run with you and, and in some ways that's what people want they want that that support and push but it doesn't happen for everyone the majority 
of the world around you. People are just doing what they do. They do what they love and they do what they care about. And at some point, they might make it. And at some point, they won't. But bringing your age into it is completely misguided as a way to view things. So turning 30. I don't turn 30 this year, remember. That's next year. So we may revisit this topic. I'm just going to Google things to do before you say. Just so I know for the next year. London Evening Standard. Things to do before you're 30. Here you go. This is going to take you on the roller coaster of what is important to the world, or at least important to the London Evening Standard. This is what you should do before you're 30. Because life ends after you're 30. All right, now I'm confused. <laughs> um, so I clicked on this article, and it's things called things to do. You see, there is a slideshow, and one of them's just Beyonce, and one of them's cake. <laughs> I don't know. Is this telling me that I need to do Beyonce and do cake <laughs> before I'm 30? I mean, I'm, I'm 28. I can do one or the other. I can't do both. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. So, things. The, uh, there's a list. The slideshow is irrelevant. It's classic bait and switch. Throw a picture of Beyonce on a list of things to do you 30 and people will read it. <laughs> So these are things which apparently you should achieve. Buy a property. I'm sorry. House prices are rising. Everyone, I, I left university in a recession. The chances of me owning a house are so minimal. <laughs> the suggestion here is to buy it with friends, which I've heard is an interesting idea. Buy a house with some friends, so then you have some equity. That's, that's one. Have a baby if you're a woman. They've put that in parentheses. If you're a woman, have a baby. You know. Seriously. Stop putting mortality on women. And stop telling them that they're dead after they're 30. <laughs> Avoid having a baby if you're a man. <laughs> the clear goal to having a baby uh, when you're a woman is that your life is complete when you have a baby. That is a absolute lie. And the clear goal for a man is to not have a baby, and life is ruined when you have a baby. That is also a lie. Have a child or don't. It is your own personal preference. People have very fulfilled lives with children. People have very fulfilled lives without children. Doesn't matter. Okay. Live abroad. I mean... I kind of agree with this one. The idea of living abroad, or of being abroad for an extended period of time before I'm 30... That really appeals to me. But that appeals to me in life. I, I'd love to do that. I'd love to live in another country for a year or so. But I can do that at any time. Hell, I could do that when I retire. That's if I ever retire. Build your brand. Oh, dear. Success and branding yourself. I'm just going to leave that one on. Leave home. Definitely. Yes. Leave home. If you can and you're capable and you have the opportunity, move out of your parents' house by the time you're 30. I realize that it's financially stable to stay with them and they provide a lot of support if you have that support from your parents. But moving out changes so much about yourself 
so you you ideally want to do that quite early on you know uh drop out it says Oh, it says uh, drop out the rat race before it gets you hooked. Again, this is this is the problem with these these barriers we're putting up. Is that you're kind of standing there and going, oh, there's a certain age you have to do things. Do this before you're 50. Do this before you're 60. As though uh, you can't do it when you get to those ages. Are you saying that you can't work in accountancy until you're 45 and then you go, you know what, at 45 I want to be a baker and then spend the next... 20 years of your life being the best goddamn baker possible. That's completely possible. That's called passion, and that's called living. It doesn't matter if you spent 45 years being an accountant. You'll be financially secure enough that you go off and be goddamn baker. Sorry, a little bit of roundabout baking there. Telling kids that they're going to get trapped in the rat race and that that will be the be-all and end-all basically just tells them that there is no escape, that they're going to be completely trapped and they'll believe that but it's a lie it's a lie which is damaging to a lot of people it helps maintain certain systems within the economy and capitalism but overall it's just a goddamn lie have a threesome you reach your prime in your 30s and 20s apparently so you won't have time for sexual misadvantage I'm pretty sure we could find some you know, 40, 50-year-olds would be up for a threesome. Get rid of your debt. Something which some people can't avoid. Um, that's just life. Get married. To be honest, I, I... We've all seen my views on marriage. The idea of doing it before you're 30, just to do it before you're 30, seems terrible. And again, just seems like something which maintains other systems which can oppress you. Which is an odd point to kind of bring this round to. All I'm saying is that 30 doesn't need to be the barrier which you think it is. Any life gap, turning 50, turning 40, turning... Hell, turning 18. These don't need to be the benchmarks which we're setting things by. Because you can do literally anything at any point. And it's all about perspective. And I want you to take that away from me. But let me know how old you are. Let me know, you know where you are in life. And if there's a, a benchmark which scares you, I'm going to say 80 scares me. We'll go with that. Mainly just because I'm fairly certain that I won't be able to lift my own coffee cup by that point. As if I make it there. Thanks for listening, guys. And I'll talk to you guys later.